Hey, listen to Commander Quick Out Podcast, episode 221. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. Today, we're going to cap off the year 2020 with our year-end preview review. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We've got some stories to tell, some people to thank. Some memories to look back and wax poetic on. Some memories to look back and just take a huge shit on. Some stuff to look forward to in the coming year. But before we get to any of that, we have to thank our official sponsors, Fusion Gaming Online, your source for all your gaming needs. Yeah, that's right. I have got some Christmas week deals from them. Used exclusive CCO promo, CCO Fusion 5. I did... I'm going to hit you with it. Oh? Because... I'm not going to say I have buyer's remorse, oh, yeah. but I definitely, Uh-oh. I, I, I definitely invested in a, a, a card for my Omnath Locus of Rage deck. Foil Phyrexian Altar from Invasion? No. Oh, no. Okay, good. Good. I, all of the lands in that Uh-oh. deck are <laughs> approaching pretty pimp status. Yeah. There's lots of alternate arts, all expeditions. Of that. Okay. The one fetch I was missing, Misty Rainforest. Ooh, right? That's like, a... That's, a, that's a tough pill to swallow. Yep. Getting foils of that. Yep. So I'm thinking, what am I going to do? Because, like, all of the other fetches, are, they're either foil or they're, they're expeditions or whatever, right? They're looking pretty fly. So I picked up, got a great deal on the... Ugh. Ugh. The ultimate secret lair, Misty Rainforest. The one with the cool, like, grave in the middle of the thing. Yeah, it's, it's, like got a the, it's, it's the only one with that art, right? Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, they came in foil or not foil? Just not foil. Just not foil. So it's not Ooh. foil, but it is the only printing with that art. Okay. It'll probably remain that way, but I'm like, oh, I don't know. Because now I'm I'm committed. I have spent enough on that card that I am not going to then spend more money on another version of that card. But I don't know if it's going to, you know, I don't know if it fits. I've been thinking about it. Like, it got mailed out today. I'm very excited to, to have it. But it's like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I made the wrong choice. You know, I don't think you can ever go wrong getting fetch lands. They're reprinted so seldomly. That's true. And when they are, they're always something premium special, different frame, different art, different foiling process, what have you. If, this is what I'll say, maybe this will give you some reassurance. Okay. Because CCO Nation can help us out with this, if need be. Because it's non-foil, if you ever want it altered, hit me up, alter it, we'll sell it on Facebook, we'll sell it on the CCO Discord, you can recoup a premium portion or a premium amount of the money that you put up front back. And then maybe you can turn around and get some new thing the next time fetch lands are reprinted with mm. a new foiling, new frame or something. It's not a bad idea. Not terrible. And this way, for the time being, you can kind of mull it over, make sure that you you've mm. are taken care of in the in the mana base kind of portion of the deck pimping. Yeah. And then if you kind of change your mind and you want to offload it. Right. We'll hook each other up, and CCO Nation will help us out. We wow, do have, yeah. we do have. Here, check out this segue. We do have a card market channel in the Discord. Ooh, one of the benefits 
to being involved in the CCO Discord besides being involved in one of the greatest Discord communities what the this fuck? side what of do you Mars. Mean? What do you mean one of? The best. The best. Why That's did, right. I don't want to sound like I'm bragging. I don't want to sound well, like Well, you know what? It's 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 not us that make it the best. We just gave people the platform. Yeah, we're just kind of, we just pop in and out sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We pop in and out. Of course, one of the benefits to becoming a patron uh, over at patreon.com slash CCO podcast, we are going to tease some more benefits. Oh, yeah. We got, a, we got something very, if you're watching this on YouTube, which you fucking should be. Because our YouTube's pretty great. It's coming. At the very end of the video, yep. we got something really cool yeah. to show you guys. So And and you and I think it's cool. Everybody I've shown <laughs> it to thinks it's cool. <laughs> and everybody that I've shown it to thinks it's cool. And I know that a lot of people are in CCO Nation because they think the same way that we do. And what this could mean, and, and once you see it, you'll you'll know a little bit more at the end of the video. And don't skip a fucking head either. Yeah, just wa- yeah, yeah, we'll get there. Watch, watch the whole thing we're supposed to say on YouTube, right? Once you see it, you're going to know that there's more to it than just what we're showing you. And that's going to be unveiled along with our, de- our Animar deck giveaway from last week. Yep. In the first episode of 2021, we're going to let you in on a little bit more. We are still waiting to hear some info back and 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 stuff, so we can't say too much. Yeah, there's, there's lots of gears, lots of moving parts going, yeah. so we're we're going to wait for those to kind of progress a little bit further. Hopefully, by the we're, teaser, we're not actually recording this the week that it's released, so we're yeah. still a couple weeks out from the end of the year. So we got a little bit of time before any of the real information comes in. So we're going to tease it today. Yep. We're going to have solid information for you next week and hopefully a release ah. date for said stuff later on after that. More more solid than it is now. I'm not going to say that it's a solid yet. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> it's like jello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that we've, we've built our castle upon the sand. But we have. But we fucking have. (laughs) Okay, we mentioned the deck giveaway. That's going to be on the first episode uh, of 2021, along with our generously donated Christmas cards that were given away. Nippily Ponder from Chris Von Doom. Yeah, altered by Ryan. Yep, and of course, you can see those on Twitter now. They're going to be on Facebook as well, so Facebook users that don't twit can have a chance to win as well. And then the other card, generously donated by our good friend and totally medium, maybe 7 out of 10 at best guy, Ginger Joe. We've got a force of will, and that is on Twitter right now as well. So you can find the tweet at CCO Podcast. Brando's probably retweeted as well, at CCO Brando, and you can find out the different ways that you can win those. And it's lots of fun when you win stuff. And part Winning is awesome. Part of it is kind of reliving your best Christmas memory, your best CCO memory of the year, which is kind of what we're going to be doing today. Yeah. You're segwaying all over the place, I'm, man. I'm, seg- I'm the segwayer. Nice. I don't know if that's yeah. a, a verb or what, but... It's not. But also another note on that force of will, if you feel left out because the ponder is altered and the force of will is not, me and Ryan will totally draw on it for you. In addition to being podcasting, content-creating professionals, professional professionals? We are also very schooled at making art. Yep. Brando's got at least 10,000 hours worth of experience with Sharpies. Mm Mm-hmm. And it makes me an expert because that's how it works. Yep. That's Mm -hmm. how it works. Court of law. So I think we kind of hinted on some thank yous to the patrons. Thank you to the nation. There's some stuff coming up. This is the 2020 Year in Review preview show. 
Yes. Where we preview some of what we got going on for 2021. Which we did. Which we did. Mm -hmm. I don't know. If, if anything else comes up that we think of, we'll, we'll bring that up too. But we are going to look back. There are some good times. There's some criticisms. Maybe some solution provider type content for Watsy. if anybody from there is listening. They're definitely listening. They might be. Oh, we're oh, they might be because you know what else is coming up in 2021? Our, our first fucking preview pre card. Our fucking preview <laughs> card. Yeah, we finally got there. See, we kept dunking on them, saying they'd never do it, and then to shut us up, they did it. I think we should just keep dunking on them for you. Oh yeah, yeah, 100%. Just, just keep going. Hundred like, percent. They're never gonna give us a preview card. They're Brando. never gonna they're, give us another one. They already gave us a preview card, Brando. <laughs> one. Anybody can get one. <laughs> Anybody can get one. Yeah. <laughs> got to be. Re you gotta, you're not official till you get two. Man, that's right. I guess the the first the first episode will be like the first Tuesday in in January. That's where we're gonna do some giveaways. The next one will be the twelfth. The preview is due on the thirteenth, so we haven't a hundred percent decided if it's gonna be its whole episode and that's gonna be the kickoff for the the call time set review, or if we're just gonna make it a bonus episode. So stay tuned for all that because we're super excited. We're still gonna dunk on anybody that fucking needs to be dunked on mm -hmm. in twenty twenty one. Even more so if if yeah. if everything doesn't start to fucking shape up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But that's lots of fun. And I learned all about boats getting swamped today. And I feel oh, yeah? that the ship is that, that is, is that, Magic the Gathering has been swamped a little bit. Is that like a, a dirty... No, that's like where the edge of the boat goes under the water and then it stands back up and now there's a bunch of water oh, in the boat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I had that happen before. Yeah. Don't Google that. No. no. Uh, it's like flooding your basement, but in a boat. Oh, yeah. Don't Google that either. Yeah. And you know what? That, that 12 Days of Christmas song... Don't Google any of those things. Nine maids of milking? Nope. No. It, seven geese a slaying? Seven. How, how is that still an approved Christmas song? People are giving human beings as Christmas gifts. That's the same <laughs> as, like, hey, honey, here's a bunch of slaves. Yeah, not good. That's not Christmas. Well, maybe she's paying them now. Well, maybe. Some of them are lords, Ryan. Maybe they're paying Conquered us. lords. They went out. And performed conquests to get all these... It's like, yo, get leaping, you son of a bitch. Get leaping. What for? Just fucking do it. Because it's Christmas. Ex right? <laughs> oh, my God. What am like, I supposed to do? I have a family. <laughs> Not if you don't keep leaping. And it... Jesus. Christmas is a fucked up time, Ryan. That's I'm it. glad it's over. Uh, yeah. And I hope everybody enjoyed the uh, the Christmas episode. Yes. Oh, great stuff. <laughs> Ooh. Preview stuff. Oh, we should talk about a preview of a deck that we're going to do in 2021 oh, yeah. and reveal the winner, the winning commander from yesterday's hints. Hit him with the truth. Obeka, brute chronologist. Obeka, you're doing Obeka. I'm doing what did I say? Regular Becca. Yeah, <laughs> which is not even the name of the card. It's <laughs> no. actually just Rebecca. Rebecca. <laughs> so Brando built Obeka, and it sounds pretty cool. I haven't played against it yet, but maybe oh, over the over the will. Christmas. Shut down break. You got some time off. We'll do some Ving, some Ving. Yeah, that's right. That's how it works. Yeah, that's it's it's like do. scissor shistering, except with Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Speaking and of speaking of sorry, speaking of scissoring people, you know who I saw today? No, Joel. No way. Joel. I thought he was dead. I did too. I thought he was legitimately dead. Not from like COVID or anything. Just. Dead. Yes, like dead. he just dropped dead one day. D E D. Hadn't heard from him for frickin' ever. 
And then water started leaking out of my furnace. Oh. And I'm like, I am fucking desperate. It's two days till Christmas. I need to get my furnace all fixed up. So I phoned Joel and he actually answered. And I was like, hey, man, here's what's going on. What do you think I ought to do? And he's like, I'm three blocks from your house. I'll just stop by and look at it. And then I got another text from like 10 minutes later. Just kidding, said, I died. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, nah, man, I fixed the problem. Oh. There was just something that had come unplugged. And so he just plugged it back in. Neat. That was the easiest fix ever. And then as I was walking home from the office, do, 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 that's me walking. Yeah. He drove by in his van and I talked to him for a little bit. Oh, yeah. First time I have actually physically in real life seen one of our local playgroup that isn't you in nine months. Fuck, I seen Smitty twice. Oh, I haven't seen Smitty zero times. Oh, my Lord. I've known that guy for 20 years, <laughs> and I haven't seen him in nine months. It's weird, man. I was thinking about that today. Oh, fuck. Well, okay, that that does oh. that does a little bit bring us to... We've got some thank yous, and we've got, we've got some like, awards. I don't know if we want to call them that. It's just some of our ups and downs criticisms, the stuff that we want to talk about, right? Oh, yeah. First one. First one, let's get to it before we even do the rest of our thank yous. Oh, shit. Okay. Favorite of 2020. Brash Taunter. <laughs> Favorite memory of a game. Favorite game. I would like, if you have two, a real game that you played, maybe before lockdown. Remember fucking that? Or if you don't, your favorite VEDH game. And it'll probably be somebody in the nation because oh, that's will. where you play most of your VEDH in. Truth. I think that my favorite real life game that happened was the one and only time in my stacks traxa deck i had a energy flux and a aura flux that's the one where this is not this is not a good memory just let me finish the story okay makes it so that enchantments have you have to pay two or you have to sack them at the beginning of your upkeep and i specifically played it because everybody around theros was building fucking enchantress decks and I'd had enough of that shit <laughs> yeah. and I actually drew it and resolved it and then the guy just paid the 20 and killed me <laughs> and I didn't cut those cards from my deck until Commander Legends came out <laughs> I just had two dead fucking cards in my deck this whole time oh man that so, is great so that was one do you that, remember who it was uh Five color mono white angel Aaron. That's what I was gonna say because he built Estrid Enchantress deck right around Theros time. Yeah, and his his is actually good. It's very good. Mine not so much. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one I think happened just a little while ago. I already told the story, but I'll, I'll recap it again real quick. Yeah, I sat there playing Hippatra on one forest oh, with fuck. a mitt full of green, two green pip cards. Yeah, to like turn a thousand, and then to get one of my removal spells back so I can keep from dying. I used Balaged Recovery that I had in my opening hand. Yeah. And then I, as soon as it hit the graveyard, I'm like, I'll never live this down. I will never. You'll I never will, let yourself or I'll, else you just forget again. I'll never move beyond this. <laughs> this is great. a this is one of those life moments where it's like, yep, I can't forget this because I can't repeat this this mistake. I did end up winning that game from some fluke of nature but oh my god that was that was some shit those were definitely my two like highlight things why do they both involve me just doing something ridiculous why can't they be sweet plays that i made because that's not that's not you yeah that's you, true. you know my, my my two are both i was gonna say both times where i got second in games which is like my fucking story of my life but i actually did win one of the games i was playing a vedh game 
And it was it was down to me and F.U. Lenny, and he's playing his budget gumball Urza deck, and he thought that he could like sack a food to gain life in response to uh, like a burn spell that I, w- I was playing Kalamax, and I I attacked him, and then I like doubled Kalamax's power, and then I doubled that spell, so he had like quadruple power or whatever. He thought he was gonna live through some blocks and shit, and then he goes down to like three life he sacks a treasure he goes to six and then i cast a fucking lightning bolt and i copied it in my calamax deck and exaxied him <laughs> for the lightning bolt and edh in a deck that has 30 basic lands <laughs> yeah 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 and i i think my favorite time more so than an actual game is the culture of our edh and m or our f and m yeah. At our local game store that's in a mall that has a bar and like a convenience store and a food court. So we go there and people are eating. Probably won't share food when we go back like we used to, but yeah, we used to buy community fries and we'd all so eat yeah, the fries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And probably not some everybody's digging into the same licorice bag and shit. That probably is gonna have to stop. Yeah. But uh maybe we could just spray our food with Lysol before <laughs> we eat it. That sounds like something that people from my town would do. <laughs> just spray shit with Lysol and then eat it. I'm playing I'm playing Petitioner's Pramicon. That was the deck du jour of the time, right? Right. And it's I'm just dragging out because the deck just can't win unless it mills. And it actually milled somebody this game. That's how long the game was. Oh my god. And he was the third he got third in the game. The the player that won I think I think Oh man. Maybe it was Justin I was playing against. Was it I, me? No, it wasn't you. You weren't in the game. But it was the game that after the store closed and, and Aaron was waiting to like pack up the tables and shit. And I was down to like three life and they had like seventeen different fucking Eldrazi's out and I was trying to mill them and block and like just fog and shit, right? Then I'm like, All right, how much life are you at? And he's like at 18 or whatever, and he's got 58 non-basics. And I was like, This is my last draw, Aaron. If it's a if it's a price of progress, I win. And if it's not I'm going to the bar. <laughs> and every, there was like 10 people all around and everybody's waiting. I kind of ripped my card up real fast and I just shuffled it right back into my deck and went to the bar. <laughs> and I am just so goddamn pumped for going back to playing EDH. And we can do we can do our post EDH from the car updates. Oh yeah, those were fun. Drinking beer. We're going to be able to do that in Probably the latter half of 2021. So another preview right there. I'm technically an essential services worker, so... Maybe you'll get a vaccine. Well, like a month before you, probably. (laughs) Yeah. I'm married to an essential services person, and he works in radio, so you'll get it, like, in fucking September. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get mine in the end of September. 2023, yeah. Okay, you know what? Before we get to the rest of our, our awards, our memories, our whatevers... Big thank you one more time to all the patron supporters, all the listeners of the show in general, the YouTube subs. We're, we're trying to grow that right now because that's a lot of fun for us to do videos. And we've got Joe that's doing all the videos for us. He does a great job. And we had Ian before and Ian kind of edits and makes sure all the shit that goes up to the manabase.com. That's Fusion's content site. Ian makes sure all that's great. So thank you to him. Thank you to Jason. He's the, he's the, what's his actual title? The marketing director for Fusion. He's helping us out with a lot of that stuff that we can't tell you about yet. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, those are yeah. the three dudes and, and those are the, the people that, that we always say are enjoyable to work with. 
Yeah. Those are them. And and uh, I guess we can give them an F you, hey? Yeah, F you guys. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure Joel put something on the screen and we won't know and it'll just totally rip on us. Yeah. But um, yeah. everybody else who listens, shares, retweets, enters into the contest to win stuff, it all helps the show grow. Yeah. You guys are a pleasure to work for and we're we're happy to be here. Very much so. Yeah. Should and we should we talk about 2020, Ryan? Let's do 2020. Everybody loves 2020. Where should we start, Ryan? We got a long way to go. Lots to cover. Lots happened this year. Well, I, and and also nothing fucking happened. Well, nothing happened, but it was the year that Wizards decided. You know what? We're just going to release something every two weeks. There was, if you if you count secret layers and like some of the very supplemental stuff or unsanctioned. If you count that stuff, we had product releases every single month except for October. Every single month. Nothing in October? Nothing. There unless, wasn't, unless there wasn't there was, a Halloween secret lair? Uh, there should have been. You'd think that, like, I forget, the ooze one could have been Halloween themed? That would have been cool. Well, how about we, how about let's get to it. Let's get to it. The first thing that was released, the first one of the year. Sure. Theros Beyond Death, or Theros, as you call it. Theros Beyond Death? I think has the distinction of being the set in recent memory that I think held virtually no interest for me. Oh yeah. I was so medium on that whole set. I barely bought e- any of it. Even more so than Corset 21? Ryan. Oh, hold on. Yeah, okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. Ryan. We'll get there. Don't get me started. <laughs> we just went over this. All right. But I, that's that's how I got it. There was a couple of cards in it that were cool. As, I mean, in hundreds of cards, there have to be a couple that are cool. Yep. But and, or, there, and there definitely were. Overall, I think that the set was fine for yes. the people that were into the whole thing. But I just wasn't one of the people that was into it. I didn't give a shit about the Constellation cards really uh, Except I, for by accident, we'll talk about that yeah, too. <laughs> we're gonna get there, and I think the planeswalkers were kind of uninteresting. I don't follow the current lore a whole ton, so the storyline didn't really matter to me. Yep. So there just wasn't a lot there to hold my attention. I actually forgot that it was this year that Theros came out. I thought that it was Eldraine. I, I got I got up. you back on two fronts Ooh. of your back. I'm into it. The trailer for Theros Beyond Death stunk. Fucking sucked. Didn't even watch it. There you go. I think, here's my theory. Here's my theory as to why it might be less memorable. Okay. All right. Okay. At the end of 2019 is when we saw the ramp up in product, 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 right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And everybody thought that they couldn't digest it and wallet fatigue and blah, blah, blah. I did a whole thing on Commander Ad Populum. It's not real. It's just what you choose to focus on. And I like sometimes how you don't... How you don't you say it's less memorable, you don't remember it, but I think it's because you just don't focus on it if it's not of interest to you. And I think that's a healthy kind of attitude to take. And I think that the end of 2019, start of 2020 when Theros came out, was when that ramp up, that escalated product schedule came out. And we weren't adapted to it yet. We didn't know that that's what the schedule was going to look like throughout 2020. So it's like, we just had Eldraine and we were still focusing on Eldraine and we let Theros go by. And then we got unsanctioned and secret layers and mystery boosters and then Ikoria and Commander 20. And it's like, oh, this is the new normal. Let's be fucking faster at looking at shit. Yeah. Right? And Theros was just a victim of we weren't ready for that pace. And being an uninteresting set. I don't know. We got underwear breach. That's a good one. Meh. That's a good one. Meh. (laughs) 
It's a good card, but it could have been printed virtually anywhere with a different name. Well, it has escape on it, though. Meh. Yeah, it's a good card. Okay, let's move on. We, I mentioned secret layers. We saw the Year of the Rat. We saw Theros stargazing, and uh, I thought that this might be. I thought that this might be your. I don't know one of your awards, but I think you bought Theros stargazing by accident. I did buy Theros stargazing by accident. I just wanted the one that had the perf in it. Yep. And then as I was clicking through and doing the thing, I clicked the wrong thing and ended up buying all five. <laughs> and then they didn't show up till like october yeah there was a secret layer in october it was your star (laughs) (laughs) fuck i was wrong and then they didn't ship for what it was nine eight months oh dude it was like it was summertime it was summer was over it was a long long time for it to ship and wizards was giving me the runaround and the guy i was sitting like across the table from when i ordered them got all of his like two weeks later and mine didn't it was just a it was just a shit show i did get a, a collector booster in that box though oh yeah yeah i did a theros one theros was it good yeah, wait, no. Uh, or see Theros from four minutes ago. No, actually, it was, I did get a, I don't, a Thassa's Oracle. That's fine. Full art foil Thassa's Oracle. Hey, that's like, a cool one. Not exciting for me, but it was good trade fodder that I put into trading towards something that we're going to talk about later on in the episode. Oh, yeah. That, 50 different brash taunters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just rubbing them all over his naked body. That's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, it's gross. Okay. Secret layers, we'll, I guess we'll touch on them a little bit as we go through the year, but did you buy any other than that? No. After the, the my personal debacle with stargazing, I decided I'm not, the only one that they could get me to buy, the only possible way for them to get me to buy another secret layer would be for them to do the three uh, commander deck mutate cards with the comic book art. That's the one and only thing that they could do to get me to buy another secret lair. That's cool. And that's just because like I'm I don't like to the, the, with the amount of money that I have to spend because I'm Canadian yep. to get the secret lair shipped to my house, all that stuff. It's just not worth it for me to pay all that money, then forget all about it, to have the cards show up in seven months. Maybe the deck I bought it for doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> Maybe I found a foil of the card I wanted somewhere else, which is the case with the Perforos. I just got another one with it in a trade. and like I didn't a, even, Like a Stargazer one? No, just a regular one. Oh. A, an even more pimp one. <laughs> I didn't need the foil. I put the Stargazing one in my deck. Yeah. but Once it came, yeah. Once, but still, like... I just, I was soured by them, you know, and it has nothing to do with any of the controversy, which we'll get to later. But yeah, I just kind of, I, I, I still think that Secret Lair might have a place and might be a product that we shouldn't totally dunk on and totally hate on. But I, it's, it's not, that product is not for me anymore, I don't think. Okay. And I haven't bought any of them. No. I don't, I don't think that I'll ever buy any of them. If I can get singles in non-foil that I think that people would like on the Thursday altar auctions on Facebook every Thursday, I, I think that I would get them on the single. Sure. Right? I think that would be fine. Yep. I grabbed a couple of the lightning bolts. Yeah. Yep. I grabbed the- yep. And the tattoo cool. ones, the bird ones were cool, right? Yeah. 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 You, you Inter- buy a couple. Visu- visually interesting, right? Yeah. You buy a couple of singles here and there, but as far as buying the actual layers go, that ah, get the fuck out of here. Okay. Okay, let's keep going. We don't care about unsanctioned? No. No, okay. We don't care about the full art lands? No. No, okay. March. Mystery boosters. 
cool. Yes, we were happy both to just crack packs and just get random ass shit. Oh yeah, those those packs were cool. And we were also happy that they introduced hard to find or expensive foils due to scarcity. Yeah. And I cracked some good cards, cracked Animars, Belby's Portals, foil foil stuff and the mystery booster foils while they didn't have the value that the original printing foils had it was still nice to get the foil reaper king if you needed that or the foil the foil send triplets if you needed that because those were like 70 80 dollar cards or the, the, there was a braid of fire and there's an all... intruder alarm i think right yeah like so many things that were really expensive they showed that they did know how to do cool reprints reprint sets i opened a, a two or three boxes of that and it's just it's fun. I wish that I think they should do that every year. Honestly, I do. I think so. And and I think that the the product this was the retail edition that we're talking about. Yeah. The event edition was very well received and like they were flying out of the out of the shelves at MFs and stuff when they could have those and people yeah. were using the those test cards. Like all of those are worth like crazy values now, right? Yeah. And it's not even all about value. It's about just opening a product that's really cool and really fun for both a new player and an enfranchised one. Because if you're new, you're going to get access to all these insane cards that you're never going to see anywhere yep. else. You could actually learn to draft those, right? Yeah. And, and if you're an enfranchised player like Ryan or I or you, maybe you don't want to pay money for a mana crypt. And Ooh. you can open one. Oh, and I did. I, oh, and I did. Yeah, and it was mine. And you fucking drank. Or did I? That's, that's the thing is when you open mana drain or mana crypts, you don't fucking remember. Yeah, who cares? It was awesome. <laughs> it's great. No, no matter who opens them, it's always great. And you know what? Like mana drain, I keep saying mana drain because I just recently cracked one, but mana crypt was prior to mystery booster was $189 or whatever. Now no. it's like $159. <laughs> like the demand for EDH cards didn't go away, but the price tag for that card did go down. And more so than that is we spent a few bucks on collector boosters or, or sorry, on mystery boosters and you got one. Yeah. And while that isn't the case for everybody and I don't condone pack gambling. Yeah. We need to fucking talk about that, by the way, because you're spending too much dang money on packs. <laughs> Okay, let's let's move on. Mystery okay. boosters, great. Hi, yeah, high marks, love it. Do it again. Fast forward like three weeks. Okay, Ikoria. Oh baby. Now we don't oh. want to spoil any of the awards we're giving away, but you like this one. Oh, I loved Ikoria. I did. That set was so cool. It was done so well, and I realized that it kind of had the. I think it was almost like it had the pandemic in mind and a lot of the mechanics were kind of designed more for arena than real life. Yes, that is one of the criticisms that people are given. It is the mechanics were designed for arena because they could just give out tokens and they could make mutate work and you didn't need to know how it worked. Yeah. <laughs> right? And thankfully for the cast, you did play arena at the time because yeah. I don't know how the fuck some of the things that mutate does work. I haven't I haven't gone into the comp rules and like I'm super fucking magic nerdy tech not, tech is the wrong word but yeah. if I don't know how a magic rule works I'll just go into the comp rules and read it. I haven't done that with mutate yet because it's like it's super kitschy, it's gimmicky and I think that's why you like it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm happy that that people did like that. I super dug in Ikoria the what's it, what's it called an avatar where they like plug their hair into the animals tails and shit like you, you know how they connected with the animals so they were like one that's yes. kind of the feeling i got from my with with um 
uh, what, what was his name? Luca and Vivian and stuff. And when oh, when yeah. the animals mutated or bonded or whatever, that's and and just what the plane looked like. It's kind of the vibe that I got. It's just cool. Yeah, like, everything about it cool. was just fucking cool. Okay, I like that. Now, same time, Commander Twenty Twenty proper launched, and I say Commander Twenty Twenty proper because there was other Commander products that also launched in Twenty Twenty. We got a couple decks with new new commanders, but all reprint decks. Good, bad, indifferent. They were like, what What, what were they, 25 or 30 bucks or not even, right? I think. They were pretty cheap. They were like 40. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. You see, you're, you're, you're getting ahead of yourself as far as command. And that's why I think that in hindsight, which is always 2020. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Fuck. All right. We're in deep <laughs> shit now. I, I never want to remember anything again and have hindsight. <laughs> I actually have a bit of a bone to pick with this year's crop of commander decks, being that they were fine. Like the pre-cons, you mean? Yeah, they were good. They were okay. But they did them better a few months later for way fucking less money. And, I mean, maybe that's just me talking. Okay, hold on. Let's let's clarify what that means. There's Commander 2020... The decks, the pro- decks. like the, the commander product. Yep. And then there was Zendikar Rising, Rising yep. Commander decks. Yep. And then there was Commander Legends Commander Precons. Right. Are those the ones you're saying were better than the 2020 proper? Specifically the Zendikar one, yeah. You like that one? I I we like got the Zendikar o- Obun, and we got the one that cares about rogues. Yes. And while those might not be the most nad pumping commanders of all times the decks were really good and while there weren't a bunch of new cards in them the decks had lots and lots of stuff that you could play with in those decks or take them and put them into other decks not to say that the the 2020 commander propers did not but all this high value reprint stuff going into these decks they charged 20 bucks for them yeah, I, I guess medium value reprint stuff. High value, I think, is like twenty five bucks and up. Medium stuff is like five to maybe five to twelve, fifteen. Give some of it time; it might go up that high. I suppose. You know, I suppose like- if they put Arcane Signet, Commander, Command Tower, and like Sol Ring, like you're looking at, not not now, but at the time over the course of twenty twenty, those three cards held like. 10 to twelve dollars of the twenty five dollar deck, like yeah. half the value in three cards. Exactly. And it's, it's just one of those things where they, now they've tipped their hand to the consumer. It's like, see, we don't have to charge you 50 bucks for these, but we're gonna. Yeah. And I don't like that. Yeah. Like that, like, and I, we're not, this isn't like a corporate critique of Watsy. This is just. Well, it was, fuck it. You know what? We can drag them a little bit yeah, on it, that. Like, okay. You've, blatant, you've, like, you've gave us good, you've gave us good decks for, for 20 bucks that didn't have new cards. So, okay, maybe some of the development time and expense on their end wasn't there. Sure. But the cardboard and the the reprint value of the decks, I bet you if you compared the 100% reprint decks to the cards that were reprinted in the 2020 product, I bet you, you'd be looking at a similar value there. So they're charging us for new cards. Are we okay with this? No. No? No. You just want them to all be $20? and like, I think that they don't all have to be $50. Somewhere in the middle then. Yeah, I think like they used to be, right? Like the yep. commander products, like in 20, 2013, for example, there, were like forty bucks instead of fifty five. There's a happy medium to be struck, and I think that now, especially, we've had enough year of commander precons where you could do one that has two, three, four, five, six new cards in a deck, mm-hmm. and just start reprinting some of that commander shit. 
Yeah. Get us some more true name nemesises or those nemesis spe- those spells that are free from Ikoria. Oh fuck, there's, we need those. There's lots of shit that Commander plays that you need, and if it's a mistake or not, it doesn't matter because they're gonna get played and they're gonna be expensive, and yep. you can just put them in these fucking decks and sell them for cheap and sell a million of them. Ooh yeah, right? Like, okay, let's let's yeah. keep going. Let's press on. Let's press on. I think that that does some justice to the commander precons. We'll look at the sets proper that they came in and uh, as we go. Sure. Spellbrook Chandra, great. Indifferent. Put them all on foil like Commander Collection Green. I I bought two of them. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, yeah. I I figured. Okay, I'm gonna buy a couple because they're on sale. I'm gonna see if I can get the the Chandra. The, the, and you did implant, right, and I got her. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. I like the treatment they put on her. I think she looks cool. But yeah, yeah it's that's yeah. whatever. I I did go to FusionGamingOnline.com, used CCO Fusion Five, <laughs> and I did get my couple foils that I needed. Right, you gave me a couple non foils that I altered, yep. or that I'm going to. I altered one of them so yeah, far, and a foil also. And and I did get a couple more foils for my Zada deck from Fusion, and they were less expensive than the original printings. Yeah. But they have the cool kind of flamey treatment to them. I think I think they were cool. I think that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fast forward, corset twenty one. Oh. Now I know oh. your your boy Brashy T. Brash Taunter was in there. Yeah. And I think it goes without saying, and 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 this is why I didn't do this category in our awards. Favorite card of the year, obviously, hundred percent. Not close. Not close. Nothing even resembles. Yeah. That card, as far as going favorite goes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Now I think it's close. The rest of the set, not so memorable for you, particularly the showcase cards. The showcase cards themselves, I was very disappointed in. Just I felt like it was, especially coming after Akoria, where not only was there a absolutely spectacular showcase treatment given to the cards, yep. but there was also the Godzilla cards. Yep. And then to follow that up, it's like, here's a blue Here's background. seven different fucking Tefries that all look the same. Yeah. Like. Here's here's some graphics on Arena that we took like screenshots of four seconds apart five times. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And, and who like I don't care. Like the Garrick, the Liliana, the Chandra, like those Planeswalkers had their own special frame treatments that I thought were cool. Right, yeah, very neat. Yeah, they were cool. The, they were they just were lack But given what they were sandwiched in between, yeah, fuck them. And the <laughs> set actually, I actually did like M twenty one. I actually did like it. There was I like I can't name all of the cards that were great from it besides Brash Taunter, but there was lots in that set that I was excited to get and am excited to have. There was a bunch of commanders that see lots of play when you go to edhrec.com, and when I've been listening to other creators over the past couple weeks to make sure we're not really fucking talking about all the same shit that they are, I've heard a lot of people say that Core Set Twenty One M Twenty One was their favorite core set of all time. Dang, that's yeah. that's high praise. Well, and, I and, think they're figuring out how to do it. They're putting legends in it. Yep. They're putting cards that people want to play. Yep. Uh, Corset draft environments always good because yep. it's like very pure magic. Yep. I think those are all good things. Next year we're gonna get that cool Forgotten Realms one. I think really neat. I think that one's gonna knock it out of the park. I think that one's gonna be unbelievable. And quite frankly, there's lots of times where you and I on this show, sitting in these chairs, have looked at a card and said, "That's a really fucking good card. What's that from?" Oh, it's from a corset. I forgot all about the corset. There's good cards in these. <laughs> we just need to stop and pay attention. And I think that for the first time in a long time, people did that on this set, and it, it was good. That's a good idea. Okay. Speaking of good cards. Ooh. Moving into July. Ooh, July. We're over the halfway point. Oh, my God. And remember, October didn't have nothing. Yep. Jumpstart. There it is. Now, good cards in Jumpstart? 
like like six of them. Let's yeah. let's just let's just set the number at six. Sure. That's what the over under's at. Yeah. <laughs> um could we get everything that we wanted that was not those six cards? Just by buying singles or reprints or just wherever they originally came from, yeah. we, we could get them. Absolutely. Now, those six cards, let's let's see if we can name them. Let's go Allosaurus Shepherd, Bruvac, Zerzoth, Muxus, Tiny Bones, and that one that doubles tokens. Yeah, got there. Is there, am I missing any? The Fight Lady? We did her last week for Christmas. Oh, um, Nath of the Dire Hunt. She yeah. is available. She's sitting around 15, 17 bucks. Yeah. Not not 70, not 150. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So I think I think that Jumpstart was a very cool, innovative product. It wasn't innovative. It was the first time Magic did this, but other games exist like this where you buy a sealed product and you, you mash them up. I think that's the game, mashup, smash up. Yeah. Junk smash, scissor cyst. Yeah, whatever the hell Whatever it is, it's yeah. called, and then you just play. This would have been the perfect thing to do at two in the morning in Las Vegas when nobody wants to play a game, but like we want to drink, just let's crack jumpstart and just smash. And you play that one. I play this one or whatever it is. Yeah. Let's just, let's go get some jumpstart and see if we can, whatever. Right. Yeah, when we're we walking can... to get machete tacos. Yeah. Can you imagine? Oh yeah. We know magic fests were canceled. We weren't, we weren't there, <laughs> but also due to the times, the same reason that jumpstart was, or, or the same reason that Magic Fests were canceled was, I think, I think, yeah. the reason that we couldn't get Jumpstart. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just going to chalk that one up to this year kind of sucked in some regards. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to Jumpstart again, even if it's the exact same product. If it's Jumpstart 2.0 with the seven cards that were hard to get, even better. Because then we can have Jumpstart and Jumpstart 2.0 and we can play both of them. Or just Jumpstart and Jumpstart and they can quietly take some of the shitty decks out, the shitty packs out that you didn't Ooh, know just, you could just get. Just circulate them in, hey? Just yeah. new ones. Just, yeah, just do like it Like a way. new injection. Yeah. Yeah, I used a buzzword. Good one. <laughs> yeah. But I thought that Jumpstart was a fantastic idea and a fantastic product. It just was and very difficult to get. Yeah. And, the, and of course, of course they did. They had to print incredible singles into it that are just obscenely expensive now. Oh, yeah. Well, and and again, that's not because... It, it's because they're too hard to get. Yes. It's too hard to get them. Yeah. They're just too hard to get. It's like, why is, why is Sylvan Library fucking expensive? Because it's hard to get. Yeah. Right? And it yeah. doesn't look like a library. <laughs> All right. And we've we've talked ad nauseum about the next product. This is the August. This is the, yeah, August product. This yeah. is Double Nasty. Ooh. Double Nasty. And this is a tricky one because the price point was high and there was shit that everybody wanted, right? Yep. And this is the arc of good vibes. This is the year of us projecting good vibes, but it's not toxic good vibes. It's not good vibes or get the fuck out. Yeah. So we did have some criticisms of Double Nasty. I think there was lots of val valid criticism of Double Masters yep. in general, including the, like the price point and the the ridiculous VIP boosters. Yep. I opened a bunch of those, if you've seen it on YouTube. Yep. I've, I opened a whole bunch of them, and it was cool. Yep. It was a neat experience, but damn, 100 bucks a fucking pack. Yeah, and you know what? I don't I don't think that that's the ceiling. And no. Th there, a little while back, there was that like $500 box or whatever that they were selling to LGSs and shit. The, with, the, with the five cards in it? 
Uh, that oh one? Yeah, no, not that one. The, the other briefcase one. briefcase for $500 with five cards in it? Yeah. You mean the box of the box of the box of the box? Yeah. No, I don't think that the hundred and whatever dollar VIP double nasty pack is the ceiling. When they can, when when there's cards that they're so willing to reprint, like Force of Will and Mana Drain and Mana Crypt and Mana Vault and Demonic Tutor and Vampiric Tutor and all those cards, right? And and all of the other foil alternate art stuff that was in Double Masters, I I think that we're gonna see 150, 200 dollars in 2021. And a word of caution, right? A word of caution. If you can afford it, go hard because that's what they're for, and they are driving the costs of regular cards and just regular foil cards down for all of the normies out there yeah if you want to pimp out a deck now has never been there's never been a better time than now yeah to pimp out a deck because foil prices are so reasonable for most things unless it finds its way into standard somehow foil prices are very reasonable for most things yeah and that is incredible and that is owed almost exclusively to the collector pack i would argue I, I would have to agree. And we're going to call the VIP 100 card fucking $100 thing. We're going to call that a collector booster, right? It's kind of the same thing, yeah. right? It's and, got and it's got two foil alternate art things and then two regular foil things. And you can get extra foils and extra fucking rares. Yeah, and, shit, right? and we talked about this on our, our That Review show. I don't like the, the, the language of the VIP booster. Yep. I just don't like that, so we'll just call them collector boosters. Yeah, I like that. Yep. Well, yeah, that's yeah. okay. Okay, good product, I think. It got lots of good EDH cards into the hands of EDH players. Hell yeah. And it you, did that. And you can still buy it. Yes. I don't know, like, wherever you are listening, I don't know if you can still get it, but around here, if I want to get some Double Masters, I can walk out and buy it right now. Yep. And that's pretty cool. Yeah, so. I think when I was buying packs for, or when I was like going through all of the list of packs that Fusion had, they have it too, and they have VIPs still. Duh. Yeah, so it's still available. That's good. It's got it's it's EDH Masters is what it was, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is like EDH wags the dog now. I think. Oh, hundred percent. Right? Yeah, yeah. We are their core audience now. They don't yeah. give a shit especially, about standard players especially anymore. Especially this year because of. Um, the the huge push for digital yep. right and and the pandemic only exaggerated that and when they bought spell table they said we're going to pump some money into spell table to make sure that it works to make sure that we can sell all our commander products to make sure people are still playing yeah right let's give them this this tool that they're starting to adopt put a little bit of money into it make it more user friendly more usable more stable at high volume so we can have command fests so we can sell the the double masters and to keep the jumpstart products moving uh when when restocks and stuff happen so people can get those commander cards they want yeah okay let's keep moving okay zendikar rising heck yeah you like this one i like this one a lot zendikar is always popular i don't think i'm in the 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 minority when i say no zendikar rising was great but i i think it was cool with the expeditions it was great to see those back we pulled one on on a youtube uh, open flippy video we sure did drank our whole drinks sure did yeah i think that the set had lots of really badass cards in it again we go back to that showcase Showcase, treatment that yeah. the cards got was really, really cool, really unique. I have a full set of them. Oh, yeah. It had a great land cycle just off the, just happenstancely. It, it had lots of really, really good stuff in it. I thought Zendikar Rising was a, a smash hit for me. I think I agree. And of course, there was the Commander products that were released alongside. Which we talked about already as being very good. And, and do you like the way that they do that? Do you like that there's commander decks that come out that kind of match the theme the flavor the look of the set 
the branding of this uh, the set I'll call it I think it's kind of limiting in what they can do with a commander deck which kind of flies in the face of the spirit of the format but I I think I can appreciate it, and since, again, they at least with this iteration of them in Zendikar Rising, the decks were good, and they were worth picking up for sure. So, I mean, if they can keep doing it at that caliber for each set, I'm totally cool with it. If I, buy, if I don't buy one, whatever, but I would encourage others to buy them if, if they want to, because they were good product. Yeah, okay. Well, another product that I know that you liked, and we're going to skip Commander Legends for exactly right now. Yeah. Let's go to... Commander Collection Green, or what do we call it all year? Commander Spellbook Green? Commander Spellbook Green, yeah. <laughs> Commander Green is what we called it. <laughs> yeah. Available in non-foil and foil. Yes. And I picked up a non-foil to alter. I think they'll be... Oh, they were last week's alters. You picked up a foil one. I did grab a foil one. And we discussed that you play every single card in it. Every single card. Except for the there. Planeswalker. Yeah, which I, I thought I played her, but I have a... I, keep getting her mixed up with the lady that melted all the ice, Titania, who isn't a planeswalker. No, Frailies Fra- did melt all the ice. Damn it. Who the hell was Titania then? Titania was just a just a lady. Just some lady that's awesome? Yeah. Yeah. She lived on Argoth. It was like the, the last battle of the Brothers' War. That's where it, it took place was Argoth. Okay. And she was just some badass fucking... Lady that was there. Yeah. She's like Wonder Woman. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a cool altar. Green Wonder Woman. Yeah. Well, she didn't have a she didn't have a color identity. She could be any color she wants. No, I mean, wasn't Titania green in color? Yeah, but she wasn't green like in her like she wasn't a green lady like on Star Trek. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't a She Hulk or nothing. But I thought that that was what was really it should have been by the by. Oh yeah, because Titania, protector of Argoth, Titania oh, is expensive, yeah. right? Oh, and getting an alternate art one in foil, oh baby. Yeah, I that's am, it. I just drooled on the microphone and flooded my basement. Yeah, you were you were the nine maids I'm milking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I got the full one. It was very cool. I'm very happy that I have it. I supported a local game store. Not my local game store, but a local game store to get mine. I'm I'm happy with that. They were very accommodating so to help me get one. And you're you're gonna do similar in the future if there's ones what's the what's the cutoff? Let's say okay, foil one. Let's just put a number on it. Three hundred bucks. I wouldn't go that high. Okay, what did you what did you what did you pay? Two fifty. Two fifty. Two. I paid the American price, but in Canadian dollars. Oh, so I got a really fuck. great deal on it. And when you look at the actual the actual value, but the the single values of the cards today, I paid less than what the cards are worth individually. I wanted every single card in the box. Every single card in the box, with the exception of the Planeswalker, is now in a deck. Cool. So I went out and I bought a bunch of cards that I actually wanted in foil. But I think if they released another one like Commander... Let's let's go all the way to the moon. Commander Spellbook Red. Yep. If I don't play every single card in it... That was my... What I, I, don't, think, I don't think I'd go for it. That was what was going to be my question is, what is the cutoff and you know i like over-unders yeah. what's the over-under on number of cards you have to play to spend 250 dollars on a commander collection x in foil all okay so yeah. two, 250 bucks eight cards all foil yep set the over-under at six you're gonna you're gonna buy it at six or is it gonna be more those six would have to, one of them would have to be Brash Taunter. <laughs> Obviously. Let's just start and, there. And the but, other seven, also Brash Taunters. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you need some, like, high value shit. 
Like, I'm not talking, ooh, there's a goblin bombardment with Alder. No, like, you need to give me some high-end shit if I'm only going to be playing one or two of those cards. If I'm not playing all of them, I don't think it's worth it. Like, there would be maybe like a like a Perforos, a Mana Echoes. There would be they see like you, none of those the like, sneak attack. That's another popular one across multiple formats. Like all of those just kind of came out in like all, like we got an alternate art foil sneak attack. We just in, got a sneak attack and double nasty. Right, like there's it, it's hard to think of cards in other colors besides black or I guess blue that you would put in here with alternate art that would just really drive it up, that would have the the value and the playability to go into yeah, a thing, right? Yeah, that's a tough one. It's and, a and hard they, thing And they can't just put in, like, here's a, here's a no-fucking-brainer one that people want is Wheel of Fortune, but because it's, like... Reserveless, isn't it? No. No, it's not. No, but because it's, like, $4 trillion, they can't just put it in there. Yeah. Right? It's like Commander Collection Green. Well, if there's not a Gaius Cradle in there, it's going to suck. Well, they can't put a $700 card in that because <laughs> it's, it'll, no, that's not how it works. Yeah. Right? So, good product. You I, liked it? You like this particular one? I liked this iteration of it, yes. I, I think that going forward at this price point, I think they're going to have a really hard time following up Green. Not because Green was so incredible, but just... It's going to be tough to keep this one going and keep yeah. people and, being like, yeah, like, I'll pay that. Yeah, the black one. Like, w- what What are they going to put in there? Vampiric Tutor? Well, we just got yeah, one. Vampiric right? Tutor, Demonic Tutor, Grim Tutor. Oh, what about a Cabal Coffers? Cabal Coffers. That would be a pretty dope. good one right there. Then, then they throw in some like, junk like Shieldred and Gary. Oh, and Gary, can you imagine? Holy fuck. Oh, oh. Lily of the Valley for the Planeswalker. Ooh, yeah. That, there. See now, now, see, now everybody wants it. Yeah. Everybody's like, yeah, I want that set, Brian and Brando. You need to print that. They're not going to not going to. They're not going to do that. No. no. $80, $100 Planeswalker, $100 Cabal Coffers, yeah. $100 Tudor. <laughs> Holy <laughs> smokes. Yeah, everybody's buying yeah, everybody's it now, buying baby. that. Okay. Well, positive product. We want to see it again. Hopefully it, it's... If it's on point, right? If you're gonna pay, if if you're gonna pay between two and three hundred dollars, and you're gonna pay, and you're gonna play seven or eight of the cards, yeah, good if, deal. If they're the thing, if they're what you want, go buy it. All they, right. they gave me something that I really wanted, so I bought it. That's good. Yeah, and That's I, good. I think that for a lot of other people, it's like, oh, well, I can't afford it. Well. Then you know, buy the hey, single, right? You know, like, yeah, exactly. And and that's exactly that was my argument back when we were talking about double masters. Is like, oh, I don't want to pay twelve dollars for a booster pack. Well, pay twelve dollars for the one card that you want that used to be worth twenty five. Yeah. Right. It's like, well, I only get one card. Well, you're gonna chuck the other fucking fifteen in the garbage. Yeah. Just to get that one card, whatever. It was a whole thing. Yeah. The final thing. Final thing. The final thing. You you like Commander Collection Green? I assume the foils are flat. They are actually. The they've, f- they've, they're very nice. The foils in Commander Legends. Oh my God. Not so flat. No. And when we get to our favorites and least favorites, we're yeah. going to talk a little bit more about it. But I think, I think that Commander Legends could have been my favorite product of the year. There was a lot of cards in there that I liked. Oh, wow. From a business standpoint, there was a lot of cards in there that I can alter, paint, get for less expensive than I used to be able to because I do have to procure the cards myself for the Facebook auctions and right. and to s- sell stuff on Twitter or what have you. So it was it was good for me in that way. There was Cascade Legend, Teamer Legend. Yep. There was 
lots of cool stuff that I liked. New Sakashima was in there. There was yes. Clark with no thumbs. Yes. There was, there was a card for Zada and Rogak. Rogak. Yeah. Son of Rogak. I don't know. Who knows what damn the fuck he's name called. was. But cool stuff. Lots of design, design space. And the only thing that's holding me back now, other than like not having a ton of time because I'm doing stuff around the house right now and getting ready for Christmas, the only thing holding me back is it was so popular and so well adopted and received is like everybody's building the stuff that I want to build. And I don't want to be the guy that's like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm here a month later. Now that I have time building the same shit, sitting down at VEDH table and there's three of the same deck, you know, (laughs) (laughs) which ultimately is a good thing because it's got people being creative. It's got people brewing. It's 1500 new combinations of partners, which partners didn't break. Like we thought they, they could have, they've built them specifically enough or pointed enough that they they weren't just sakashima just sakashima is is probably oh and uh, kodama yeah kodama and sakashima just go infinite with everything if you can clone your kodama with your sakashima and have two sakashimas that trigger off each other yeah 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 yeah, i mean there's there's combos and fast aggro lines with us with some of them but that's true out of anything right you can find it's not necessarily breaking a format yeah no there's 20 some thousand cards in this format like they're they're gonna print one that they they were like oh fuck we didn't think that this was gonna combo with that right yeah that's fine the criticisms we did a whole video on it so check out the etched foil review and quality control issue i'll tag it at the at the end screen of the youtube video if you're watching on youtube we we highlighted some of the the quality issues that people are having the curled foils the 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 kind of ink marks the ghost foils the ghost foils yeah. yeah apparently we had a comment it was um they didn't print in rich black they just printed in regular black which i think maybe they do on non-foil cards sure and they, they shouldn't to, have fucking done that they shouldn't have done that that's for sure they, yeah and they, i mean i don't here, all due respect to that commenter mm. i don't care what they did or didn't do <laughs> the fact is they fucked up my cards yeah right and you've emailed them about it because I, yeah. you bought you bought two or uh, uh, several collector boxes i had three collector boxes i legitimately this is not an exaggeration you went in on a skit i went in on it i traded in every single card in my trade binder every single card (laughs) to get commander and i did it before the set was even all the way spoiled i was in like this was the set that was for me yeah right like i was very excited i wasn't gonna let anything get me down I, I was doing it. I was all fucking in. And then as I'm opening them and actually looking at the cards, it's like, oh, my God. Like They the, suck. The quality control of it wrecked it for me. And I got some neat stuff. I got some great stuff. You got and some foil, like, mana drains and shit? Yeah, I got a foil mana drain. I got a foil lowers. I opened up every good card in the whole set. Which was what you were worried about hap- not happening. <laughs> yeah, I was worried I was going to open all the all the junk. And while one of my a couple of my boxes were absolute shit, like the de- the whole box was a piece of shit except for the mana drain that was in it. What? But the cards aren't the issue. It's the fact that I could go, and this is a thing that I'm actually worried about. I could go to an MF sometime in the future and have somebody pick up my foil command tower and say, "What is this? Did you print this at your fucking house? Yeah. Did you print this on your Epson 100 feed?" Or 100 series dot matrix printer. From 1996. Can you not just go buy a command tower? They're in every commander pre-con. There's the fusion booth right over there. Right? Go <laughs> use your promo code, you dink. Like, th- and, and there are so many cards that are like, fuck yeah. 
I built an Obeka deck, and I actually had to go on Fusion and buy an Obeka so that I can have an Obeka that I can read from across the table because I can't read mine because oh, it's man. so faded, and that's not okay. Well, you know what? If you are worried, the, the fadedness I can't help you with. Yeah. Maybe we'll spray them with black spray paint. <laughs> we'll get, get, get some true black uh, spray you know paint. L- little, yeah, little spoiler video. I did try and boil one over a pot of water. Just to see if the ink would come off? No, just to see if it would curl the other way. That video will come out eh, maybe on Twitter in a little while. I mean, the boy, hey, we're doing science. <laughs> <laughs> but w- with the curled cards, if you want, you know, I'll just fucking bend them the other way for you. Pretty good at that. <laughs> the curl doesn't bother me. No? No. Once well, I, I suppose them- if you bought three collector boxes you have enough to make a whole deck of curled cards exactly and i well i mean like once you get them double sleeved and squashed into a yeah, deck box, yeah yeah they flatten out you can flatten out a curled foil regardless of how effed up they are you can flatten them out with a heavy book or just by playing with them they flatten yeah. out but the the fading you you can't change that you know what i think from just being on social media i think that the issue is common enough that if you're at an mf or at the LGS, and somebody said, hey, that looks faded. And you can just say, yeah, it came from that first shipment of collector boosters mm-hmm. that everybody had issues with. Would and, you buy another, like, and I mean, maybe this is a question I'm asking to the wrong person, but would you buy another collector box after this? Because I'm super gun shy about it. Call time just went up for pre order. Do I fucking want any? I don't know if I do. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that it might be a good idea to contact a store that you know has good customer service or or walk into your LGS a little bit before set releases after they've received their product. You know how they crack it early and they get it all up on the site and shit? Yeah. Just ask them. That might be something that you won't be able to pre-order if you're nervous about spending 300 bucks, but yeah. you can go and just do a little detective work and and just go and see for yourself and don't let don't let the internet tell you yeah. yes or no, right? Because stuff comes from different places, distributors, different humidities, different countries that it's printed in, right? Mm. So I lucked out with mine and that I didn't, like, I know I've been opening lots of collector boosters, but I've lucked out in that I've been just trading my stuff for bo- for money to buy these boxes. I haven't actually, I'm not actually in any money, mm-hmm. but if I actually paid money for those booster boxes, I'd oh, be yeah. in over a thousand dollars. $1,000 to get a bunch of cards that appearance-wise are unplayable, or I'm going to have to explain it to somebody. Yeah. I'm going to have to go to an MF and explain to them why all of these foils are so shitty, and I shouldn't have to. That's not okay. Yeah. And and Wizards does not get a pass from me on it, and I don't think they should get a pass from other people either. And if this is a thing that comes up again, then I think something needs to be done. I'm not saying somebody should sue their asses. But there's somebody gonna, should write them a letter. There's going to need to be something coming back from Wizards that says, "Hey, man, we're sorry. We fucked up your stuff. We took your money and gave you nothing." Here's 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 a second print run box where we've yeah. fixed the problem. Yeah, exactly. Like some, there's going to be some kind of recompensation happening because, like the uh, like the the foil sheets of War of the Spark they gave out. And I don't want a fucking foil sheet. I want cards I can play. I don't yeah, have to cut them myself. I I think that yeah, I think that fucking a, a collector box would be. Cheaper, easier, and have less damage issues than the collector Absolutely. or than the rolled up sheets. Cheaper to cheaper to ship too. Okay, that was our product lineup, and that took as long as I thought it was going to. And we, I think we we got some goods, we got some bads. We hopped over some of the controversial topics of the year, not because we don't have anything to say on it, but because I think that that chapter in Magic has yet to finish. You're talking about Secret Lair Walking Dead. I am. <laughs> 
I, I think that there's more to be said on it, but I think that we owe it to ourselves and our own sanity to give it a little bit more time to wait and see how the fallout is handled. Okay. Well, let's see if that comes up in our favorites and least favorites. Let's do it. Okay. Let's start with least favorites so we can end on a on a positive okay. favorite. Fine. That's fine. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, okay. Worst job done by Watsy this year. Printing the collector foils in Commander Legends. Ooh, I thought you were going to say uh, Walking Dead. No. That's what the internet at large says? The internet at large can say whatever they want. They they but. might also say, and I'm just I'm just saying this to to cover things that people have criticized them heavily on, is the War of the Spark decidedly male Chandra Nisa story debacle. But that seems to be being rectified, so we're sure. gonna let we're gonna let that one rectify itself in 2021 as well. It's another one where just give it some time. You okay. Know, you, you, if you shit on somebody hard enough, sometimes they'll like wipe it out of their eyes. And be like, okay, I learned a lesson. Let's, let's, I th- let's I th- give them the opportunity. I think the Magic community online gave Watsy Pink Eye several times this year. Hopefully, hopefully, they've learned a couple things. Yeah, hopefully that the Visine they got for that is actually going to fix something up and we can stop doing it to them. Yes, I would love to stop shitting on Watsy and oh. I would love to just praise everything they do because it's exactly what I fucking want. Yeah. That'd be awesome, hey? That would be great. Okay. I would love for that to happen. Okay. So the the question, how do we fix it? Are we, we, we've shit on them or the community has shit on them and now they're taking the proper steps and we're going to criticize those steps. Um, they're never going to be a big enough step, FYI, everybody, as the community at large wants. Correct. But if the steps are happening and they're happening in the correct direction, we have to let them continue happening and just... Gently remind them to keep to keep moving in the right direction. Yeah, I think that's important. Yeah, gr- growth doesn't happen quickly. Look yeah. at look at a tree. Yeah. It's slow and it's crazy and it goes in all sorts of different fucking directions. But you mostly, never know what it's going to look like at the end. But growth is important and it happens and it happens over time. You have to let it happen because if you get in the way, you end up with the crooked bush. And if you don't know what that is, Ooh. look it up oh, on the internet. It's fucking crazy. It's aliens. Oh. I don't think it's aliens. I was going to say, generally trees grow up. Oh, and, not and, these ones. Oh, are those are those those crooked trees from down in the? Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, they grow in like a like a. But people 30... don't know why, hey? And they yeah. studied them and shit. They still there's there's trees that are the exact same trees across the road that are straight. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. And if you take a cutting off of one of those crooked bush trees and plant it at your house, it'll grow crooked. Whoa! It's I didn't know that part. Messed up. Whoa. Yeah. All right, so let's let's let them fix it. Let's gently remind them that they continuously need to grow and improve. Last do all of us. I Absolutely. think that's important. 2020 fucking year of growth for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Except for our wallets. Oh. <laughs> okay. Least favorite set and why? Least favorite set and why? I think I've already been over why Theros was my least yeah. favorite set of the year. I just thought it was... not. The- oh, sorry, not Corset 2021? No. Okay. No, I, I think for me... The worst thing a thing can be if I don't like it actively, that's a thing. If I just don't give a shit about it, like I did with Theros, that's the worst. Because you didn't catch me at all. You put yeah. the bait in the water, I just swam right by it. I don't even care. 
whatever. Yeah, if you if you actively dislike something, at least there's maybe some novel content that you can do on CCO. Yeah, <laughs> you're. <about it. laughs> I'm engaged with it. Whereas with Theros, I don't even. I felt. I feel nothing mm. for it. That set could have never existed, and it would not have changed my life at all. Apart from the fact that I wouldn't have bought that stargazing secret layer. Can I call the secret layers my least favorite product of the year? Absolutely. All right, secret layers it is. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, least favorite commander to play against that was printed this year. I asked you this one before the show, and you did, I don't think you gave me an answer. I think I do have one, but it has an asterisk. Okay, Kay. it has an asterisk that the person who is playing it's probably like 7 out of 10 okay person. Yes. Okay. 100%. It is... What was it? The Scorch Thrash. The Mana Burn guy? Oh, yeah. Vol walk, ball sack. The Scorch Thrash. Ball sack of Scorching Thrash. Yes. Just because the deck is so brutal. And, <laughs> and there's no way if you build it to do what he does yeah. that it's anything but that. Do you remember playing? Like, oh. Do you remember way back in the day playing against Caravec the Merciless? Yeah, it's just like just that. reminds you of that, doesn't it? It's just like that. It's like oh, and I love the deck. Or I'm or so... uh, or Mogus God of Slaughter. Slaughter. Yeah, just like that too, right? You're, you're just you're so happy that the deck exists. I love that the deck exists. Buddy showed me it was Von Doom. Yeah. Showed me the list. Oh yeah, total fucking seven out of ten at first and stuff. And I'm like, oh man, this deck is so fucking. But playing against it's such a goddamn slog. It's like, <laughs> fuck me, I can't do shit. Dude, fuck those old rules are terrible. Yeah. Gah. But that would be my answer. Okay. I don't think I have one. I've played like fucking five games this year. <laughs> none of them like tilt me where I'm like, oh, I hate this commander so much, like Urza and all that. They don't like tilt me, but it's like, oh man, I got to. I have to pick a different commander because I need something that can either use the Yurok mana or can yeah. fight against. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's a thing. Okay. Let's move to some some favorites. Let's do it. Some positives. Yeah. And it's important to have a favorite everything. It right? is. It's important. It's you got to have something that makes you happy beyond all other things in that category. Exactly. And before you even read the first question, Ryan, the answer is Brash Taunter. <laughs> Let's see if I'm right. Brashy T. Best secret lair. Shit. Oh, I don't know, man. This is a tricky question because I only bought the one. So by I thought that, that I put that question in here because I thought you were going to say stargazers because you actually went out and purchased a stargazer. I did buy the stargazing one. And honestly, looking at the rest of them, I'm not sure that there was another one that I would have bought. There were some with really cool singles and there are some with a few cards that I really liked. And if I got them, I'd be like, hell yeah. Yeah. But the only one that I actually bought. Had start my stargazing experience been better, I still think I might have only bought stargazing this year. And it, it has a bunch of playables. It's got neat art. I like the constellation space art. I like yep. all that stuff. But yeah, I, I I don't know. I think the rest of them just didn't they they didn't interest me that much. I'm in the same boat. And there's the one, if there was one card that it would be cheaper and I could just get it, and it's like not a big deal. Or if I could find the single. It's actually Glenn from Walking Dead because he's an advisor. <laughs> I need him. I fucking need him. <laughs> maybe it'll happen. Maybe he'll show yeah, up. Yeah, maybe a, he'll be. Set. Maybe he'll be Glenn Petitioner <laughs> or something. I don't know. So okay, favorite showcase treatment. Oh baby, there was some that were real good this year, and I gotta go back to Icoria. 
Ikoria comic book style. The hey? comic book art cards in Ikoria were just so freaking cool. Comic booky, but with like flash art or pop art style coloring. They're so badass. I just I like to look at them. I like to own them. I'm glad I have them. Anytime I opened any of them, I was excited to have it. Common, uncommon, I don't care. Because it was yeah, cool. You get them playing open flippy dot drinky, take a drink. Yep. They're they're just cool ass cards that are super neat that I own them. Yeah. Yeah. I got to throw out to Ikoria Godzilla Edition. There you go. That's it. I just got my foil Ghidorah. Nice. Yeah. I got her. I got, got her. I got it. I got it. And I have the full set except for, oh, fuck, the Secret Layer Godzilla Lands. Don't got those yet. So I got to pick those up. Maybe at the next MF, that's what I'll get. That, that's my favorite secret layer. <laughs> They're right there because I need them. There I need is. all five of them. Okay, that's my favorite one. Favorite mechanic. We know this one from oh, yeah. last week. Mutate. Absolutely Mutate. not yeah. close. It's in my top three mechanics all time in Magic. Oh, yeah? Yep. Dredge, Mutate, and the Spell Shapers from Masks Block. <laughs> <laughs> Two of those things are not like the other. And one of those things is very much not like the other. <laughs> and it's dredge. Well, oh, okay. I don't know if I have a favorite mechanic. I maybe maybe partner? I don't know, just cuz there were so many partners and it and it it made it so there wasn't like two fucking partner decks that you run into, Thrasios and Timna or Thrasios and Tana or It's cool that Right? Now yeah. there's like tons and there's some that like don't even exist yet in EDH rec. Some of them don't even make sense. Yeah. yeah, some of them don't make sense. And because they're like unique and quite pointed instead of being very broad, some of them you can actually just build by themselves. And sure, you could just add another partner of the same mono color in and have a 98 card deck, or you fucking don't. Like yeah. that gives you the option, right? Mm -hmm. And that that opens up the expression lane or the expressive lane on the fucking highway of commander, right? Like, it lets me just do whatever I want. Oh, how come you don't add this? Because I didn't want to. Yeah, because I'm, I'm building my deck. Fuck off. When you, <laughs> when you build this, then you can do that. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? That reminds me of uh, a coaching mentor I had one time. I probably told you this story, but CCO Nation might not all know it, is, is he says to me, he's drinking at the bar, and he goes, I got, this, this is how I feel. You can like me for who I am, or you can fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's how I feel about the partners is like, I can just do whatever I want. If I don't like that one, it can just beat it. Yeah. And if you think that I should add another mono white thing to my Rebecca deck, you can beat it too. I'm playing this. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, man. Partner. Yeah, I played Tana with no partner for years. There it is. Yeah. Okay. Favorite commander printed this year? Ugh. What? I only built two. So I guess I have to go with Obeka, I think. And, and the more I Obeka. play with Obeka and the more I think about the deck that I've built with her, I think she's really cool. That's good. She's got cool art. She's got cool flavor. She's got a really neat ability. I'm I'm super into her. And I think when you play against this deck, you're going to like I'm it I'm going to like it. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. I like I like when I like stuff. Yeah. It's good stuff. Better than not liking stuff. What about oh, you? What, what's, fuck yeah. What's your favorite one? Uh, I like Averna, the Cascade one that lets you play land. Yep, I like that. It, that I like that it deals with cascade minutia, where it's like, oh, you have to do this thing before you decide if you're casting the spell. There's a lot of like uh, rules lawyering is the wrong thing, but like when I go into the comp rules and read about cascade to know how it works, <laughs> now I know. Sure. Right? It's like one day when I have to play mutate. Now I'll I'll just go in and, and know. 
I like. I like Rebecca because that's just a cool card. I bought my wife a foil one for a bookmark. <laughs> put it in a leopard print sleeve for her. Nice. Right? I like that one. That's just cool. That's just cool. You could have got a foil one for me. I got a bunch of them. Just saying. Oh, well, I, oh, so I shouldn't tell you that I got a foil one for myself, too? <laughs> oh, my God. Right. I opened three boxes of the shit. She's an uncommon, man. Oh, man. No, yours will be all the wrong shitty faded foil. <laughs> yeah, mine will all be foiled, dirty-ass etched foil. God. Yeah, yeah, God yeah. Dang. Okay. Final favorite of the year. Oh, baby. Brash Taunter. <laughs> yeah. We're, there it is. There it is. No, no, no. Favorite set. Favorite magic product this year. Favorite thing that came out this year. I'm... Hmm. I'm gonna give it to Ikoria. Gotta give it to Ikoria. I got it. It had my favorite mechanic. It had my favorite showcase art. It's got the most cards that I play now, just in general, mm-hmm. across lots of my decks. I think that when people look into the cards in Ikoria, oh, it had the triomes. Yeah. Yeah. It had a great, a great land cycle as whatever. But for EDH players on a budget, the triomes are a great pickup. I think that when people look at that set in the future, they're going to see stuff that goes in their decks, or they're going to see things that inspire them to build new decks. And I think that's what a magic product needs to do. Oh, they're going to see Godzilla's, and they're just going to fucking stomp dinks into the dirt. Slap lips right off faces. Yeah. Hell yeah. Slap cheeks right off butts. Yeah. That's what we're going to do in 2021. God damn right we are, man. But yeah, Akori, I think, hands down, I think. That wasn't even a, a hard choice for me, now that I'm thinking about it. You know what? Our our Ikoria Open Flippy Sunset Show, I think, was our favorite product that I that we put out this year. Yes. <laughs> we had a couple good sunset shows. The Ikoria one was really good. People should watch it. Maybe link at the end of this video. And what was the other sunset show? We filmed them on the same day. Was it was Double it, Masters? Was it the Double Masters one? I think it might have been. I think it might have been. That one was really fun, too. Yeah. And those are just... They're just fun... And one of my favorite memories this year is going to be, it was like two in the morning and everybody was hammered. And there was like nine of us on a Zoom call. Everybody's playing Open Flippy Dud Drinky, or at least partaking in the festivities of Open Flippy and drinking and cracking packs. And it was just a fun ass time. There was a, 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 a jeweled lotus butt plug that was open. Nice. And I got my foil hull breacher and stuff. Mana drain, my last pack. Money drain, yeah. Yeah, that's fuck. That's what we got to call it. Money drain. Money like drain, yeah. yeah. It was a ton of fun this year, despite being no fucking fun at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's my final thought of the day. Thank our business daddies, and let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Big thank you to FusionGamingOnline.com. They are the business daddy. They are our official sponsor. They help us putting out programs like this for you going into 2020 and hopefully they'll be helping us with some other really really cool projects stay tuned for an extra special teaser after this if you're watching on youtube and if you're not watching on youtube head on over there check it out so that wraps up our 2020 year oops that wraps up the year that was 2020 in magic in cco nation i hope that you enjoyed going down memory lane with us if we missed anything let us know in the comments down below what was your favorite and your least favorite thing that came out in magic this year or hell your favorite or least favorite thing that happened in your life this year let us know down in the comments we will all judge your lives together it'll be a great time in any case thank you so much for being with us for another year here in the nation And we're going to be back next year with a new deck, a new episode on a brand new year of Commander Cookout Podcast. 
Hit our theme song! Bong!